Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 43, you have Steam Powered Scoundrels at. Good morning, sunshine. Uh, I see you have woken up finally. Uh, so I'm scared. Yes, you heaven? should be. This is a most heinous of event. Why? I have brought you all here to say thank you to Douglas and Victoria for all these episodes of Steam Powered Scoundrels. Oh, Gratitude, their one weakness. Oh no, a fate worse than death. It is. We can't handle compliments. Master, master, they're awake. <laughs> yes, they are. And we shall make them show gratitude. Yes. <laughs> Who are you, our captors? <laughs> I am the great and powerful Ben. Hi, Ben. <gasps> Hello. Hi, Ben. Hi, ben. I am the less great but equally powerful DZ. Yes, the DZ DJ. You will spit some fat beats. Unlikely. I didn't oh. practice. Oh, that's a shame. Next time. That's Friday. So you're saying you, you lied on your application? Oof. No. No, I wouldn't. And stop it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you're the one who kidnapped us. You knew what you were getting in for. If you yeah, it seems like a bad, bad decision, honestly. Yeah. yeah I'm getting the duct tape. That's pretty cringe. Most people, most people are trying to get rid of me. <laughs> I'm going to get the fuzzy cuffs, then. Oh. Uh, color me interested. Oh, we do have multiple colors. Which ones would you guys like? You know what? Dealer's choice. Excellent. Um, I'm a no, fan just... of the traditional pink. Yeah, true. You can't go wrong with a classic. Exactly. Well, if anyone's hearing this... uh hostage recording. My name is Nathan. Please, please send help. I was the original sent help. I was very bad at it, because I was also kidnapped. I'm Roman. And now you're in another basement. It doesn't exist. I keep meaning to fix that portal between basements. Basement portal's the worst. Who are you? I'm Eli. Ah. I didn't know more than two people had basements. That's too many basements. It's way too many dwarves. (laughs) Oh no, we dug too deep. No, Doug's Doug's not here. Why isn't Doug here, Ben? Well, we decided to give Doug and Victoria a break from all the podcasting, take some time, kick their feet up. You know, like hobbits, kicking their feet up. Also, he's hard to kidnap. He struggles too much. I know, That's right? Fair. I tried getting like Doug a, first. A family that'd be concerned for him. Victoria does have very hairy feet, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> She's also difficult to kidnap because she's the smartest and wiliest of us all. Mm-hmm. Also, just an ass kicker. Yes, kick our asses. Yep. So, <sighs> well, as far as kidnappings go, that's that's a, a very kind reason for you to do so, and uh, we and I'm sure they will appreciate it. Yes, and all the listeners at home. You know, what we should do to celebrate their their break is to tell some true facts about them mm. and our regular hosts. We do love yeah. saying facts about people here. Very true facts, yes. The truest. The truer, the better. 
Totoro Mikado. What a wonderful what phrase. A wonderful phrase. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> I'll start with Doug. A true fact about Doug. We can all give Doug's fact. My fact about Doug, that is absolutely true. It is impossible for Doug to make the distinction between salmon and tuna. Hmm. Huh. I didn't know that about him. Is that a positive quality? It's a quality. It seems pretty fishy to me. All right, I forgot we abandoned the whole the facts have to be good thing a while ago. This is fair. Yeah, no. Facts have to be true. If you would like to find the story for this, dig through the Discord. Yeah, there's a plug for the Steam Powered Scoundrels Discord. <laughs> Pretty much the best Discord. Only one you need, really. Exactly. I spend the most time there, for sure. Who has another fact about Doug? I, ha- I have a Douglas Scoundrels fact. Uh, the-, the Douglas Scoundrels, um, turns out, uh, had the Midas touch at one point in his life, but just found it was too much money. Um, so he gave it up. It was just, it was too much. Isn't that, like, what Midas wants in the story? Like, exactly. I, I know, like, isn't that the lesson? And that's why, that's why Doug is such a good person. He tried it once and was like, nah, I don't, I don't need all that. Hmm. What did he, t- what was the worst thing he turned to gold? Like, what was, what made him turn back? Hmm. You laughed in a way that you don't want to say your first answer. <laughs> no, I mean, nobody does. I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, you coward. <laughs> there's, I believe there's an Austin Powers movie uh, with a title that is uh, relevant in this situation, but I'm not going to say such, so... The spy who else wants to me? say things about our lord and master, Douglas Scoundrels? Wait, 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 he, he touched Heather Graham and made her golden? Mm. There you go, yes. That, that's the, 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 the title, the famous title of Austin Powers. <laughs> I have a fact, since there's an odd number of us, I have a fact about Doug and Victoria. Oh, uh-huh. doubling up. Yes, so they... Uh, had a brief stint as contributors to Skillshare, uh, creating a video on the perfect foreplay that you can incorporate with your loved ones. But uh, it was taken down because it was too effective. So that that's getting moved to the to the Patreon, right? Uh, you you have to dig through Pirate Bay for that one. Oh, I gotcha. Not the website, like an actual Pirate Bay. Yes. <laughs> You have they, to go to Tortuga. It's uh huh, and it's a VHS buried in the chest. <laughs> VHS. You have to fight the pirates for the booty. I mean, that's that's how it's intended. Mm-hmm. I believe that is the title life. of one of the segments in the video. Mm-hmm. My my true fact about Doug actually has something to do with that video. The Muppets that they used in the video were all handmade by Doug himself, and I can't legally say in 13 countries what he made the Muppets out of. Wow. Why did they use Muppets? I, I, I thought the middle of that one was the worst part. Yeah. No, the end, the end was so much worse. Oh. Oh, no. I mean, it, no, it must have been good, though, because they were still, it was still taken down, so. You must, okay. It must be a, you have it's to watch it to get it. It's good, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, no <laughs> mortal eyes or ears should actually view it. You need a Muppet proxy? Yeah, because when you view it, you're no longer mortal. That's why it was taken down. Uh, the, oh, the, lizard the god who, foreplay. Yeah, yeah, the, the lizard people who run civilization secretly were like, okay, we've seen it, we're immortal now, no one else gets this. Got it. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I believe that leaves you. Uh, yeah, so uh, my fact about Doug is despite searching uh, numerous databases, including the FBI and the CIA, I have 
come to the conclusion that Doug has never been convicted of murder. <laughs> well, that's that's certainly a positive. That's a relief. Note note convicted. Um, never been convicted. Not once. Yeah, not not a single time. <laughs> if those agencies worked together, do you think that would be different, or is it just because they don't they don't they communicate? Might, they might need some um, inter um, intercontinental help with that one, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, and bring Interpol in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might just be a, a case po- of uh, jurisdiction. Possibly did the you, United Nations. Did you check the records of those those British royal guards that aren't allowed to smile? That's the thing. The record was just a video of them just stoically. The yeah. record is written into their teeth. That's why they can't smile. Oh my god! Also, they can't go smile public. because they themselves are Muppets and uh, don't have lip movement. I'm starting to wonder if uh, we just got a glimpse into what the pup- the Muppets were made of. Oh no! Or the next Muppet movie. All right, and Victoria facts now. This is actually. An important secret that I shouldn't be divulging. Victoria actually is the Toys R Us kid. The first one. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Is Doug the giraffe? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Yep. I got there. The Jeffrey is short for Doug Jeffrey. Doug Jeffrey Rush. The giraffe. The one word, the giraffe middle name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scoundrels. Well, his parents hated him. Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> so Douglas is also the underwriter for Lucius now. Mm. Uh, yeah. Naturally. Mm. We, anybody who's listened to the show knows that. That's why yeah. he's the only one who knows Lucius's full name and can <laughs> drop it at the drop yeah. of the hat. Now that's a Malifaux model I need. Doug and an elite crew. <laughs> <laughs> really, really come out of nowhere. And you have the scribe, don't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, he's, he's the doppelganger. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Do- Actually, no, uh, that do- makes sense because everybody thinks that the doppelganger's towel thing is is human skin. It's actually made out of the same thing the Muppets were made out of. God, so so human skin. I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh yeah, we now we can't publish I mean, it this. Depends on how loosely countries. you define humans and skin. So my, oh. my Victoria fact is that Victoria was actually um, the inspiration for the Jedi in Star Wars. Um, she was, you know, talking talking one night late to her, her good buddy, uh, George Lucas, and was talking about this idea she had for Space Samurai. And he just went and took it. But the one thing she said is never, ever say the combination of sa- mouth sounds that is midichlorians. And he didn't listen to that <laughs> advice. Hmm. That's where I went wrong. Ugh. And Yoda is kind of Muppet-like, so we can keep that trend going, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the the fact that he wrote down the term midichlorians is what caused Jar Jar Binks to appear fully formed in the movie. <laughs> he was, like, half paying it's attention like to the conversation. Yeah. Like, Victor- Victoria's movie. Jedi were a lot cooler, but, like, George was, like, taking half notes, because he was just kind of like, He's or Denny's at like three a.m. She's eating his eggs and his you know moons over my hammy, so he's a little distracted. <laughs> well, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool if these, oh, if these robots are basically useless? <laughs> Man, they're just gonna cut through these like butter. It's like George doesn't that does 
dissolve all the tension in the scene if never mind enjoy your waffles <laughs> on, on his little notepad it's written uh. do not say midichlorians but the uh there's like an egg yolk stain over the do not <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of hot sauce because it kind of looks like blood yep i'll do another one uh i now the details of this i'm not gonna be able to answer any questions about this so I already have more questions. No riffing that. <laughs> because the, the, the details have been lost to time. But I did read in a very good source that I can't divulge that Victoria invented Portugal. Huh. Yeah. You know, it used to be Victorchigal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't like the sound of that, though. Yeah, it just doesn't roll yeah. off the tongue quite as well. Sorry, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rolling off the tongue, my... Please don't say Muppets. No. no, we're going no, back to the no, giraffe for this one. No Muppets for this one. <laughs> no, speaking of rolling off the, the tongue, my uh, my secret fact about Victoria, my Victoria's secret, is that her family, long ago, invented both donuts and ranch. And this makes I owe it actually... a lot to that family. <laughs> exactly, right? And, and the sub-fact here is the fact that they're the ones that invented ranch makes her the current queen of Midwestlandia. Mm. That's true. That's true. Did they ever try that pairing? Uh, no. They, I'm sure someone did they know has. right away not to? Well, their family specifically did not, because in their infinite okay. wisdom, they knew not to do Okay, that. good. Good. So it was, when they, it was when they released it to the public that somebody... Yeah, somebody exactly. has, inevitably. Somebody has played God. And that actually led to the war that caused Midwestlandia to no longer be a solvent nation. Oh. We were too weak. We got absorbed by the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, invaded because they wanted ranch. Yeah. And donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Victoria fact is that, once again, despite extensive research... I have not been able to find any evidence that Victoria has committed acts of necromancy. Oh. Hmm. I'm actually more impressed at that than than Doug not being convicted of murder. Does does the FBI have a necromancy database? There are there are no I'm not allowed to say that. It's a lot harder to get access to. There that. are no records. There are no official records stating that Victoria has committed necromancy. Hmm. Oh boy. You say official, did they, are there records, but they're not official, like they just didn't get notarized? There are no official records <laughs> stating that Vic- <gasps> He's gone. Ben left. It's confusing me. Mm-hmm. That's the same as it was before for me. Shut up, DC. <laughs> Best thing to come back in with. Hey, you're the one that's tied up in the corner. Yeah, alright. Alright, alright. Don't have to be mean about it. You can put the cattle prod away, sir. You're the one who asked him to get it out. Oh, this the battery's dead on this. I just like to wave it around. Wait, is there only one cattle prod? I ordered three. Oh, yeah, I meant to tell you, Amazon sent me an email about that. That's a bit extreme. You don't need a cattle prod for each of us. We can eat, We can share a cattle prod, guys. Can I have a cattle prod? Like my no, own Eli, prod? it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so much for sharing. No, no, we were going to duck... Duct tape them all together. These cattle prods, if you look at the side, they have a name on them. I think we should name the podcast after it, right? Makes perfect sense. It's very, it's very, it's chicken scratch though. So everybody, everybody, take a turn trying to read what it says. I think it says it's the rock fueled ruffians. 
Hmm. It's a strange name for a cattle prod. It's a strange name for a cattle prod. I know, right? I mean, I guess naming cattle prods is already kind of strange. Like, who who looked at this stick that shocks you and says, yes, we'll call it a cattle prod? Did they mention anything about that email in that email, DC? Oh, no, that was... I mean, I could go open the Amazon, like, reviews and questions. Ooh, let's go down this rabbit hole. But it honestly, it it didn't have a lot of reviews. It was kind of suspicious. I should have known only one of them would show up. Did they give any uh, podcast-based names? Yeah, I've got one here. If you if you turn it this way and flip it over, it actually kind of looks like it says nitrogen-powered douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You take it. Give all it a right, shot. All right, all right. I'm looking at it. I got a little bit of alliteration going on in here. I've got fumigation-fueled fuckers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, I have another idea. I'm going to poke Eli with it, and whatever sounds come out of his mouth is an idea. Ready? One, All right. two, All right, let's three. motherfuckers! Gesundheit. Thank you. Can you do that again? I didn't quite get that. I didn't hear that. Let's do it again. You want to say that clearly? <laughs> with less lightning? Uh, I, oh, it's, it's not working. <laughs> I believe uh, in my convulsions I said misfueled motherfuckers. <laughs> See, Ben, you're a you're 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 a fool. You have um, inoculated Eli against lightning. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. no, that's just my uh, my immune. diplomatic immunity kicking in. <laughs> uh, diplomatic immunity to lightning. Ah, the Asgardians, ah, Di- Asgardian dipl- diplomatic immunity. Now, see, whoever kidnapped me, uh, you left my glasses at home, and without them, I'm about as blind as Velma. But if I squint real hard. It looks like it says hazardous cloud haberdashers, and I really don't understand that one. Mm. But without your glasses, mm. are you as hot as Velma? No. Oh. You should try harder on that. Hotter. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Next time, I'll make sure to bring the orange turtleneck. Mm. Now that, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And skirt. So welcome to this mess, everybody. <laughs> Did, yeah, is it clear to the audience that that was one of our discussion topics, or does it, does it seem like we were just talking about nonsense? Well, Who knows those are true, right? That's kind of the the mo of the normal show. I think we should keep this intro going. Yeah, it's a great intro so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. Let, yeah, let's have it be longer. Uh, like twenty minutes already. Yep, I feel like uh, like intros oh. are are good things for people in general. Uh, because you need to introduce people to new things. So how would you guys who have kidnapped us introduce people to Malifaux that is not kidnapping uh, them and bringing them into this wow. basement? Listen to you. That's good. I knew we kidnapped you for a reason. <laughs> this guy with the segues. No, I was kidnapped and now I no longer have my segue. It would make for a much better escape. You have a you, segue? You have a segue and you and never you let, let me, me write, write on it? Quiet segue. God damn it, Roman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. Does this segue have flames tattooed to it so it goes faster? I think I think Roman's enraged the both of us enough that if you untied us, we would just leave him in the basement. Probably. <laughs> Listen, so I don't have with Roman. Just be like, nice. we're off. We're gonna go find the segue. I just want to know what's going on in Indiana without me. Nothing. Segway races. Jeez. <laughs> 
That's actually a misnomer. The flames make everything make the segue go faster. Yeah. It's actually it's actually one. It's a big lightning bolt, and that makes everything else go slower. Oh, oh. clever! I can get and get smaller for some science. reason. Suddenly, the flash makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I I've introduced one person to Malifaux, and uh, it is he. He was a, a transplant, like all people that live in Seattle are. <laughs> I also like happened to know that he had an obsessive personality. Ah, so and like he was talking about like wanting to get into a game. Like he plays magic, you know. Uh-oh. So yep. there's that. He plays blue. Yeah, you know, he that's his Excellent. first thing that he says. Uh, he says he plays magic and just gauge people's responses to that. I thought but I was gonna like this person, said- and now. <laughs> He uh, he said that he he was looking for something with like deep lore like uh, Warhammer, and I'm like just uh, just try it, just try like just try out a box. I I had some store credit with Weird at the time, so I grabbed him a couple thing like a core box box he was interested in, and like it was like a month before the pandemic started, so we had not actually played a game at all. Like I think we played half of a henchman hardcore or something, but. Uh, yeah, over the pandemic, he collected, like, three different versions of Terra. <laughs> uh, you got him with the old and, first ones free. Uh-huh, and, and yeah, and, like, uh, expanded into another faction. Jeez. Arcanists, Dude. if you were curious. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's the blue thing. Yeah. Yep. You brought yep. in another yep. one. <laughs> so, I guess, oh, introducing a new person, obvious, there's obvious advice, like, start with a henchman hardcore, pick some crews that make for a good first fight, but also just... Just find somebody who has an obsessive personality and do it that way. And then send them pictures of what you're painting and being like, how is your painting going? (laughs) Oh, man. And also screen them. Uh, Ask them what color they would play in Magic. And if it's blue, you stop trying to introduce them to Malifaux. (laughs) I know where you live. I'm aware. And for the record, I have yet to actually win a game against him. But uh, I think we've only completed one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> last time he came over we got through mm. about 30% of a game I think like one and a half turns before he had to go because we both have babies mm. understandable mm. you know what they're difficult see, to schedule I around that. The, the, I mean the next step is how do you introduce babies to Malifaux mm. well I when he was born I asked the Malifaux Facebook group like quick what's the best boy's name in Malifaux and uh, I got a lot of great responses, but I still remember some of them being like, don't name your baby after a game character. So his name I'm is like, uh, Captain Zip, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's his middle name. <laughs> Captain Captain Zip. I just wanted a two-part I was like, middle dude, name. Dude, chill out. Relax. It was just a funny way of being excited. I did almost I did almost put Kate on my uh, on my names list, Ooh, though. <laughs> Yeah, clear, clearly all babies introduced to Malifaux will play Neverborn by default, just because that's the highest uh, concentration of creepy children. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I think Weird is trying to get into the baby demographic. The new Horseman of the Apocalypse box is yeah, just really perfect. It's screaming for children. Mm-hmm. And they're all one piece, so there's nothing small to, and, to swallow. And Leviticus likes children, so like oh, Leviticus 2 oh, is the perfect oh. master. Babies? Listen, we don't know. We don't know. Someone else go. Stop this. I don't think we can stop this train. Hoping we had enough class together to not say that thing. (laughs) 
Listen, it was, it was, it was, it was gonna happen. But then, then here comes Nate. Blood <laughs> of my blood. <laughs> Drink and a half deep, buddy. Sad. I'm in, I'm in perfect recording form. Oh no. I, I very foolishly only brought one beer in here with me, but, uh, we'll have to make do. Ben, how about you? How would you introduce people? For me, I've so far successfully introduced one person. This might not work for everybody, but in the course of the year I've been back into Malifaux, you just force the person that you've married by giving them constant <laughs> puppy dog eyes until they pick a corset. Outside of that, I would say um, one thing I'm slowly working at is poking all the random people looking at miniatures in my hobby shop. Like, nice. oh, you like this? Um Oh yeah, that genre is kind of akin to this thing, and it has every other genre in it imaginable. Give it a shot. If you like, yeah, it doesn't really matter what they're looking at, does it? Yeah, huh? Yeah, doesn't really matter what they're looking at Mm because whatever it is, it shares at least one subgenre. Just kind of pull them over, like, but have you tried this? Hey, how do you feel about dice? (laughs) Bad, like everybody else. You 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 play magic. You like cards. (laughs) There you go. Uh, that's actually pretty relevant for me, because, I mean, at least one of my friends, well, actually, the kind of the three people I've managed to actually get into the game have all been Magic players, um, and have had some historically bad, you know, bad times with dice, so that's that's actually definitely worked in my favor. Also, the, common, the commonality between the three of them that I've managed to, like, kind of suss out, they're the kind of people that like to beat their head against a wall until they win. <laughs> so like if you find a real stubborn stubborn bastard of a person like they they're probably the kind of person who's gonna gonna stick around for a while and be like nah there's something here and I can win this if I just keep pummeling through I can power through this game yeah and it depends on, on what they define as winning it might be I know there's a system here and I just need to make all the gears turn in the right direction They'll like it one way. If it's literally pummel through this until I win the game, yeah, that'll that'll work for some of them too. Yeah, and then there's Jake. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the three. <laughs> yeah, and if they don't, you just physically throw them against a wall until they they agree to play a and game then with some you. Magic happens. Yeah, oh. the gathering. Although I don't know if I could throw Jake against a wall. He's a big lad. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it took it. both of us together. Living, living uh, in the same place. Double we team. had to work together for that one. Um, yeah, exactly. He said, entirely straight-faced. Uh, I know on my end, uh, the the people I've introduced, I usually try not even to just sell the game. Like, I've, I've either been playing in public and people are like, oh, that looks interesting. What is it? And then you just kind of lead in with the, oh, it's alternate history. It has all of these different genres mixed in together. Eventually, as you're listing the the different genres, you'll find something they're interested in. They'll latch onto that. And in my experience, once they do that, about half the time, they go home, obsessively read the rulebook and the cards in the app, and show up, like, a month later, ready to play, and... Again, half the time in my experience, after their third game, you're going, okay, I need to not have the gloves on for this. And then they still figure out how to beat you in that third game. Hi, Sean. 
<laughs> Does Sean listen to this podcast? I don't know. I should poke him and tell him to. Mm. We talk about him a lot. He's yeah. been on this podcast. Oh, yeah, he That's has fair. been on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> that doesn't mean that he listens to That is true. That's also very Good true. point. I, yeah. <laughs> I think, I, last I talked to him, I think his thing was, like, he's not a big podcast person. He's more, if he's going to listen to something, it's going to yeah. be an audiobook. No, that totally makes sense for Sean. So That's, we need to start an audiobook? Yes. But it's the it's the exact same recording. We just call it an audiobook. Yeah. And sell it Instead on Audible. Instead of episode number, it's chapter number. We'll just throw <laughs> little things, like, after a sentence, we'll be like, said Eli. <laughs> oh, and great. We, we have to develop a complex doing that. We have to, like, moment. double the recording. <laughs> Especially if you have to start telling me to cut out adjectives as I mention how I said a thing. Disgusting. Can we get Roy DeTrice to do this? Oh, no, he's dead. Mm-hmm. How about Keith David? I bet Keith David would do this. I don't think he would. I disagree. <laughs> I, I, I bet he could. Yeah. Uh. How about you, Eli? You get anyone into the game lately? Almost. Ooh. Uh, there's a couple people at um, Gen Con that mm. I, I helped them out because I was volunteering at the Weird Booth. I helped them out, talked them into buying a couple of boxes. And they showed up like a week or two later mm-hmm. at one of our game shops, and I haven't seen them since. Yeah, I that was. I think that was kind of right before another big like COVID bloom happened and then that turned into holidays I, we might still see them after the fact i know they're in the facebook group. nice so that's good and i, I okay. see like actively so and so saw this so we might see them again that would be nice yeah no you you do a good job of talking people up about the game and then evangelizing yeah, it. evangelizing it and then kind of reading into them. You actually open up their, their souls and see what color magic deck oh, they would God. play and point <laughs> them in the right direction. There's too many blues out there. Uh, Does Gen Con have, have wizards come and like give out free free color decks like they no, do at No, Watsy does not show up at Gen Con as far as I know. Mm. Yeah, they haven't for a long time. Yeah. I I also I also had an almost an almost get uh past like it's been a couple weeks over at Miniature Market in St. Louis, and I had one that was like, oh, you're, you're interested, and I, I just I want to grab you and get you into this, but, like, he was he was too dead set on playing with the Warhammer crowd that consistently also didn't show up, so I was very disappointed. Mm. Yeah. The, the one thing I'll say is, if you're out and about playing, and someone seems interested, if you want to grow your community, don't focus on the game while they're asking you questions. Like, Talk to your opponent, say, hey, hey, pause, give them the high sign, pause, and actually talk to the person. Because I've, I've yep. definitely seen a couple people definitely. Uh, not do that, and you go from a person who is interested to going, oh, I guess this is another kind of closed-off community of yeah. plastic war dolly dudes. I'm going to walk away. Yeah. How does uh, everyone feel about introducing people with the new board games? As far as, like, Vagrant Song and Bayou Bash? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like, I feel like from what I've seen that they are a good uh, example of, you know, the type of, you know, fun that Weird puts out. I mean, I feel like, so my thoughts on that is, like, Vagrant Song is the kind of game you're going to play with a group that you know and have established. Bayou Bash, however, now that you can play with just about fucking anybody. 
That's mm-hmm. that's that's sure. pretty simple. That's just that's just plugging in a game on Mario Kart at your game store or, or you know wherever you're playing games. Like that's pretty easy. Target. Yeah. Plus mm-hmm. that you can use the if you've got the Bayou starter box, you can use Malifaux miniatures. Mm. So they're like, oh, these are cool, and you're like, yes, they're part of this game. Let's sit down. And it they takes different. It takes place in <laughs> like the world different of interests, Malifaux. Though. Different demographics. True. So I wouldn't I wouldn't inherently like try to get someone into a miniatures game by playing a board game in the same right. universe with them. There there's some crossover though I find in general with, you know sure, RPG but like, slash board if my slash goal... miniatures gamers. And you just you know, you gotta feel it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um I know for me, at the moment, I'm not generally a person who if I'm gonna play a board game, I'm gonna do it at home and like bring people over to do so. Yeah. COVID's a big part of that though. Because uh, before I ever did uh, miniature games, I had a, a group of friends where we would go to a coffee shop that was open all night, and we would play Catan literally like until the sun came up. Oh, that sounds awesome! And it was it was amazing. We actually got a number of of friends to come with us, and that ended up spreading more board game interests of non Ameritrash standard games we all grew up in through wider circles of friends in very cool ripples. Speaking of ripples, how do people feel about alternative takes on alternative takes of history? Ooh. Say that. So, I have a... Uh, Sounds pretty hipster. Oh dear. Should I go get some corduroy pants? <laughs> if you're not already wearing them. No, not not tonight. I'll, I'll pick some up. Corduroy is the hottest material known to man. <laughs> Like the Burning Man. Oh no. We've yeah, done the it. Corduroy Man? <laughs> yes, the Corduroy Man. Weird, get on this. Make Corduroy Man, oh, cowards. Well, the, hmm. the problem was that Kitchener just wore nothing but Corduroy until one day he got so excited that he just vibrated himself into being on fire. Hmm. That's the true story they don't want you to know. True. Yeah. Yeah. When will the lies end? When the guild is gone. Not on this podcast. <laughs> do we want to talk about the idea of the guild being gone? Let's do it. Yes, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah say your complete thought without anybody interrupting you. <laughs> Alright, so let's think about this. A twisted alternative, if you may. A world where the fact that the Burning Man's creation was due to the guild's influence. Let's say that was leaked to the public. This would cause the guild to be disgraced and dissolved and absolutely torn to pieces. How would that have affected the War of Malifaux? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if it's anything like the real world, then all of the major players in the guild would just form a new coalition called something slightly different <laughs> and then pick up all the pieces <laughs> of what the guild was doing. And basically do the exact same thing, changing almost nothing. Maybe maybe the, the, the guild faction would have a different color. It'd be like salmon instead salmon. of red. <laughs> Which is similar and, uh, to two. The ram emblem would be a like curl headed uh, a curl horned ram. Yeah, it, it yeah. It's a it's a sheep. The sheep. The commission of mercantilers instead of the guild of them. Yeah, and the, the, the leaders of it would be Lucian, <laughs> based, based. 
<laughs> Captain Dasher was and daughter and dancer uh, Francis yes. and Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph Cochran. Oh, there's an um, alternate bar clock right now. <laughs> per- Perlina, etc. Charles Hoff dude. Mm-hmm. Charles Hoff dude. <laughs> I or, love that. How about Hasselhoff, dude? Ooh, yes. Hey. It's just Hoffman in a beach outfit. There's Guild, hey, Guild needs a nightmare box. I'm excited to see their mage hunter, which is a blue hedgehog. Sonic Crid. Hmm. Yeah. With a big sword. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ah, so we're doing Sonic the and Black Knight, then. Yeah. <laughs> if there's Sonic Crid, then the Arcanists are going to have to pick up a new fire mage called Knuckles. I mean, Knuckles just punches things a lot with spike gloves. Mm. They already have Tony. Hey. Oh, you're right. Knuckles yeah. Iron Sides. just reverse colored. Tony, played yeah. by Idris Elba. Oh, God. What a twist. Yeah, it, it turns out that Knuckles is, in fact, the fusion of, of Karis and Tony. Hmm. That's horrifying. Let's not speak of this again. Yeah, that, that hurt. That hurt to think about. <laughs> nope. Next, next ship episode, we'll bring that up. <laughs> Y'all thought the one I was in was bad. It was bad. First of all, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone can Thank top you. Orgy Golem. Thank you. Uh, uh, all right. It delights um, my heart to hear you say that. Yep. Uh, I, I think my take on on if the guild was dissolved. Uh, a rounds of applause everywhere. Although I do agree in in a reality-based situation, DZ has the right of it. Like, whoever mm. is, is backing the guild just says, okay, we're going to reassemble power elsewhere. Um, I think the coolest thing that would happen story-wise is the major players would either create a new faction, but not all of them, because some of them would split off and do other things. I could see... Well, let's see. If you dissolve the guild... With as much as I like making fun of them, uh, they are the ones who are the united front keeping, like, Nephilim attacks at bay from your, your standard people. Why do you say that like it's a good thing? And Rezzer Unity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just going to yeah, ignore they, you. Like. They do generally keep order. Yeah. I but, mean, for some people. But it's through tyranny is the problem. So I, I, I feel like that's going to leave the human aspects of Malifaux in a more fractured position, and they would all kind of... I, I think the city itself would be more obviously split into different faction camps, and each of them would be their little islands of safe haven. I think Justice would probably... If if Justice and Crid didn't like work together to create extra super magic anti-reser people, which might be the new 8th faction... I honestly think Crid, without the guild to tell her, hey, hunt down mages, uh, or else you are one and we'll hunt them down, I think she would join the Arcanist. Someone owes me a thousand dollars! I knew he was gonna fucking say that! <laughs> <laughs> someone someone has to take that bet for that yeah. to... Shut up, we did it over Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens. I think Justice probably joins the Outcasts otherwise, but keeps doing what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I, um, I, 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 one I, of my thoughts would possibly be, if you don't mind me interrupting. Yeah, go for it. Um, would be, 
possibly justice throwing her hands in the air and saying, okay, I'm just going to take control of the resurrectionists, and if they don't like what I say, they're out, and I'm going to run the show. We'll we'll go off in our corner, and I'm going to keep the zombies away from the people. I could totally see that happening, and when it did, Molly would help immediately. Well, mm. I I see her teaming up with Reva. Ooh, yeah, Reva. Ooh. Reva let's be let's be honest here. All of the Rezzer ladies would team up with Justice and eh, tell the Rezzer Kar- dudes to. Karai may have some hangups. Molly, <laughs> even X Guild, okay, she might have issues okay. with. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. But fair I, I could see Molly warming up and Reva. Reva definitely being like, "Yeah, like, cool. You understand that they're people, right? They're they're dead, but they're people." Mm-hmm. And if we just, you know, yeah, because because then it just turns into okay, the the dude resers need to freaking stop using them as tools of terror and destruction, and you know, you either either learn to live together, or here's zombie part of the city, here's living people part of the city. Ironically, that would still end up with it being mostly humans versus natives, because the humans would still be, just be like, oh no, we can't possibly come to term with Neverborn. They're totally different races than us. These guys are undead, but they're at least human. Mostly. Mm. <clears throat> Zombies were people, too. Yeah. What about all of the non-human zombies that are in Malifaux? Hence the mostly. Mostly. I'm just highlighting that people are dumb. Right, but I mean, like, Molly's not going to sit there and be like, you know, my one of my new best friends is an undead Nephilim, and so I'm going to still consider Nephilim to not be people, but this one, this one's special. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying, is the... Molly's like, I'm not racist, I have a dead Nephilim friend. <laughs> the Rezzers wouldn't have a problem with that. It would be the regular still-living humans not involved with the Rezzers. Gotcha. And all they would be doing is staring at the non-human zombies being like, okay, I'm squinting through the crowd of human zombies. That guy's just really... Yeah, he's standing next to Archie. Archie's very clearly mostly human parts. This guy must be very much the same. Again, squinting. Squinting through a crowd. (laughs) On a dark, misty night. He's just a lot of human parts. Yeah. And a squid. It's like ten people. I was gonna say human tentacles. I mean, if you're looking from from a far enough distance, then like you could sit there and be like, you know, the gigants look kind of like humans. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you saying we need gigant zombies? Because I'm not sure I'm ready. I, for I that. mean, if like <laughs> the idea of like, oh, that looks like a human but with tentacles is fine. Then how come? Oh, Nakima just looks like a human but with wings and horns isn't fine. She kills a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. It's, humans kill a lot of people. You're forgetting how arbitrary people are with their distinctions. Like, if they're accepting Seamus, okay. they can accept Nakima. Nobody's accepting Seamus. Who's Shamus? accepted Seamus? <laughs> yep, okay. nope. Should we have a vote? Let, let, yeah. Let's have a Malifaux vote. The populace will vote. A Who's Malifaux? more acceptable? A Malifaux. Yeah. Malifaux, yes. <laughs> so here's my thought, because, you know, nobody's said it yet, and I gotta say it. So the guild, the guild gets disbanded and removed from the city, and to fill the power vacuum... Who's left but the the people who are the best copycats, the gremlins? You owe me a thousand dollars now. <laughs> See, it bounces out. Thousand dollar exchange. Yeah. So Ophelia just comes in. She's the new Perdita replacement. You know, Somer puts a mask on. He's the new Lucius. Um, 
Oh, Ma, Ma Tucket takes over the Gremlin Guard. It basically just becomes Gremlin City. Let's, let's back up. Lucius stays dual faction with Neverborn and whatever fills the power yeah. vacuum. Because he's not going That's back fair. No, to you're just right. You're right. Neverborn. So we kick Zoraida that- out, and then, well, Zoraida's now single faction Neverborn, and now we have Lucius as the Neverborn Bayou Guild you know, manipulator, but like he shrunk himself, so Build. He, he's gremlin sized. Yes. Someone's got to support. Hey, Lenny. they're tall gremlins, apparently. <laughs> and yeah, Lenny is uh, dual keyword, big hat, and uh, whatever the fuck Lucius is now. <laughs> no, see, yeah. it's definitely not a lead. See, Somer becomes uh, the Dasher replacement. Mm, that makes and then sense. Ma becomes, mm. the, becomes the Hoffman replacement. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh. Because she's got all that Arcanist tech. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, and she does have all the robots. Okay. I would I would have said her as a Lady Justice, but no, that makes more sense. Yep. I wouldn't like to see her dressed as Lady no. Justice. Long, so as long as there's on your grid. Obviously. Yes, clearly. <laughs> all I'm hearing is Brewmaster's actually the new Governor General. Yes, Except absolutely. the name is replaced to, you know, his Brewmaster Holiness, General. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Boost Pup General. <laughs> Second only to, See, now, to uh, Gremlin General Lenny. <laughs> re- replacing replacing Lady J has got to be Ulix because they're like, mm. well, they had flaming skulls, but he has flaming pigs. True, mm, yep, true, yep. true, 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 true. I think we have this figured Good out, the, the bacon marshals. Bacon, bacon marshals. <laughs> it's the same sculpt, but it's they just, have little grills over all the flames. coffins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works, Joe. Uh, uh, so, my one of my thoughts on this is the guild dissolves, and then the clear people to take over governorship of Malifaux are the people who have the populace's hearts in mind. Clearly, the MNSU are the ones to uh, to take care of everybody, and. Since the guild's falling apart, that means that uh, the guild prisons on Earthside probably would be uh, in disarray. And who better to take over the operations of Soulstone on Earth than the newly transplanted Ramos? Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Abyssinia or something. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> So we get that MNSU faction that they debated giving us. Nah, I, I could see I could see this being Ramos's long game somehow. <laughs> it, it's such a long game that like oh god he, he did he a, designed stuff to get for Abyssinia. Have you seen their Titan? It's a spider with not the right number of legs. It's a Ramos special. Yeah, but like, but it, it totally makes sense. Like you know, it's the Ramos he, special. He knew he knew Kitchener was going to do some bullshit, stupid garbage with the Titans. So he just got himself arrested <laughs> and sent to Vienna. That's the head of the guild headquarters. Yep. Yeah. Like he knew it the whole time. Say. Clever bastard. God, he's in a he's in a fucking glass prison, isn't he? <laughs> he's playing yep. like forty chess. <laughs> yep. They've got that scene where they come to interrogate the guy, and he's behind a big glass <laughs> wall, and it's like he's definitely not going to escape that. Joss has been feeding them extra iron. <laughs> 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 Joss has mystique as um. A new uh, new angle I never expected to consider, but here we are. He he, yeah he he gets it in there the exact same way. The scene's just very yeah. different. 
Also, the needle's bigger because it's not liquid iron. It's literal just nuggets no. that are, whatever they unfold, they turn into spiders. Ah, uh, no! Uh. <laughs> oh, God. It's, uh. it's a good thing Malifaux isn't like a sci-fi setting, because otherwise Ramos would have nanobots, and he'd basically be Cadmus. Okay. Give it a couple more versions. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of waiting slash hoping for something like that to happen, <sighs> and then they just have a, a mecha, mecha Spider Godzilla versus regular Spider Godzilla off. Mm. Oh. oh, I want I want to um. see the Cadmus equivalent of the was the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just a pile of spiders that's on like a 120 mil base. Mites can infect constructs. Mm-hmm. We know this, so. Apparently, yeah. Uh, no, they find they find a new spot. And it's like, oh, this place looks just like Hythera and Hythera, and it turns out those are just legs. Uh, <laughs> it's like Thera. Thera. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the old Fey were were big yeah. into legs. That one when they so Fey magic is what animates the fuckier. Yes. Got it. Yes. Um. One thing uh, I want to say is, if the guild did dissolve, I feel like Nelly would end up in the outcasts and. Zip would have the time of his life. Mm. <laughs> or Nelly just ends up in the Bayou faction. <laughs> they start a podcast together. Oh, God. I would listen to that. It'd be trash, but I would listen to it. <laughs> you have to you have to put earplugs in when you listen to it. Unlike most pe- podcasts where people are willing to maybe speed them up sometimes, like you have to have this on like a lower speed. Because A, they speak too fast, and B, when they get excited, both their voices get higher, mm-hmm. and eventually oh, no. it reaches a pitch that's, like, out of human hearing. Yeah, it already it like starts sounding like a chipmunk song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eli. What happens in your, your yeah. version of Malifaux where the guild falls apart? Uh, everybody is happier. Yeah, that's probably uh, true. <laughs> yes. For, like, five whole minutes. Uh, yeah. It's a good thing we don't have thing. any guild players I mean, on this podcast right now. Shut up. I play Guild. You play Lucius. <laughs> Secondarily. I mean, I kind of feel like being as he was the one at the center of the whole, what, let's fuck around and find out how to make a Burning Man. Uh, Lucius has got to have some kind of hand in this information being spread. Yep. Which means, like, he knows what's happening, so he's going to be ready. And even if he doesn't keep the form of Lucius Matheson, he's he can change his change his identity. He's done it. Yep. So whatever happens, I think the same entity is going to be there. It's going to be Lucius, but it's just going to be under a different name, kind of once again shadow puppeting things. Yeah, yeah. Lucius absolutely does not lose in this yeah. in this yeah. transaction. Yeah, unless he, he actually dies. Or he's just, yeah, he is always going to be in invoking the power that be whatever it is. And whatever whatever power does come to fill the gap, I think it would be super dope if Lucius actually got like official permission by them to bring in like mimic spies like instead of just like him like trying to hide from the people he's working for like because he's puppeteering the guy in charge he's uh you know able to do things like like i'm, I'm gonna bring all of my uh my mimics in and we're gonna be secret policing our like, he's gonna be secret policing the organization he's in and all of the humans and he basically does do that but it's like you're saying that that's actually like the plan of the. He's he's not been doing that as well since Marlowe showed up. Yeah, and, and Malfo Burns he has somebody in the governor's room. True. 
But I'm saying in this in this version, like I don't know about instead of like trying to manipulate the person at the top, like that person is definitely 100 percent a figurehead, like who's under under Lucius's ah. thumb. So when he says, ooh, "Hey, ooh. sign this paper," whoever ooh. has replaced Marlowe signs that fucking paper. You know who I? Here's here's an idea. The guilds dissolve, but the Burning Man's still there. Oh. Lucius controls the cult. Oh ooh. God, no. Oh no! Oh dear! Oh no! He becomes like an evangelist. <laughs> like I have gotten, I know the will of yeah, the Burning God. Man, and it is to do everything I want to do. Lucius Matheson, priest, <laughs> send me all of your money. <laughs> Box evangelist. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the mask would look really good with a miter to set it off. Big Pope hat. Oh no. Oh, we could have two yeah. popes again. Mm. And that's where the new, the next big rivalry comes from. It's Brewmaster and Lucius. Well, you got that going oh, on, but then you also have the, the, this is clearly a different sect of the, the cult of the Burning Man, so you almost have, like, the the Roman Empire versus the, the Byzantine Empire thing going on there. Mm. Also, Lucius is smart enough not to read the book, even a highly, uh, highly <laughs> redacted one. Hmm. He has you know that, that, or he can just for some reason he can just mm. read it. What if he did? And it doesn't though? affect him because he he for some reason Lucius just like can just get away with his shit yeah. in the story because they haven't defined what he is, so his powers are. He has some pretty spicy plot armor. That boy yeah. does. It, yeah, turns he out when you just read books through the... soulstone lenses in his mask, it like you're fine. <laughs> he could probably also just shape shift the part of his brain that had like remembered the book. It's like, no, Ooh. that's gone now. Ooh. Big brain moves. It's a big yeah. brain play. Nothing nothing safer than a self-lobotomy. <laughs> Listen. You practice. <laughs> Douglas McMorning is here to serve. Smaller needles to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dougie did it by adding a brain and then lobotomizing that well, one. Well, yeah, Doug gets, Doug gets reinstated. Because, like, yeah. he's... Him and Lucius have a good give working that, relationship. Give that man a shot well, That's back. why the head was in the freezer. He was practicing that self-lobotomy on it. <laughs> Any um, other thoughts? Oh, oh I had one, and it just escaped me. Uh-oh. It's gone. They do that sometimes. May it live in, in, in peace oh, upstate. There we go. Yes, <gasps> it back. came back. Uh, mm. Base. Since Base won't have the backing of the guild anymore... Would there be a chance that he would join the outcasts to try to keep them in line? It's like, don't screw up the frontier towns. I'm right mm-hmm. on top. Of Makes it. a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I could see that kind of like, basically Von Schell hires him and says, you're in charge of policing. <laughs> basically. <Hey. laughs> that's, that's the issue I'm having is like, every once you disband a large group, a lot of them can very easily fit into the group called Outcast. That is a yeah. fact. <laughs> it's almost like that's it's how not. that faction. <laughs> almost like it's made of people who are cast out. That's crazy. That's that's mad mad talk. They really got to tighten up their uh, their qualifications. Outcasts just let anybody in these days. And they let they let Leviticus in. I'm still waiting for the outcasts to like kick out most, if not all, of the tyrants, and then all the tyrants make their own faction. Like they don't actually work <laughs> together, but they they have like versatile minions that they can all like make versions of that work with them 
Hamlin's an outcast for some reason. Like, mm. they just didn't have a place for him. Yeah, I do love... Because he's not anything else. I do mm. love that in the Outcast fluff book. Spoilers if you haven't read it yet, but, like, you've had time. Yeah, uh, every every single every single story is here's an outcast member fucking over another outcast member. <laughs> Even the least bad version is the Vix, where one of them is literally killing other mercenaries. Like, every story is like outcast members, and one of them's fucking the others over. Also, that story makes me sad that uh, yeah. Sue isn't dual keyword bandit mercenary. 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 Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, jeez. Well, the the issue was Sue already was mercenary. Yeah. Last Why'd they take that away from him? Because <laughs> that doesn't work that but, way. But like they could, you know, they wrote a story where he works with the Vix, and then they don't let him work with the Vix. There has been well, trust Vicks me, I'd, I'd love extra, to have them. There has been <laughs> they paid an extra stolestone in that. There story. has been zero zero percent <laughs> fluff of Sue working with Parker. Ooh, that's fair. There has been one hundred. There has been one hundred percent fluff and previous editions knowledge worth of Sue working with the Vix. I'm just saying, give him two keywords. Yeah, fine with that. So, make Sue a mercenary, you cowards. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Oh. <laughs> You scaredy cats. Scaredy cats, yeah. Make, yeah. There we go. While we're uh, talking about making things uh, dual keywords, you cowards, is there, besides pigs in Swine Curse, uh, does anyone else ha- want to make anything dual keyword? Off the top of my head, I want Rafkin to have academic as he had during the open beta, because that to me was far more interesting a way of playing Sandeep than. Look at my golem powers combined. Hmm, that'd be pretty but, cool. And I, I say that from a, a place of when I see Sandy played locally, it is which two golems are you summoning round one and continue on every single time. Meanwhile, the poison gammon and Kudra are never in the list because they're not really, but they're missing some glue to help hold them together. And I think Rafkin could be used for some of that. Well, I'll say that might happen in the future because Weird does have more glue, because Rava's horse is missing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and the caves. <laughs> oh. They have two horses worth of glue. <sighs> I, I want y'all to uh, know the that there are of... things that exist called stables, right? Mm. And just because you don't not, see a horse for doesn't the mean it's dead. There's a reser going to stable a horse. If you don't if if you don't see a horse, then it's it's right perfectly behind yeah, the person. Well, I mean, McCabe's is clearly just tied up outside whatever tomb he is currently delving. That's why the title's named that way. Reva, yeah, Reva's Reva's lack of horse. She abandoned about three camps due to ago. the Burning Man. Like that that horse has been melted. <laughs> now it's a flame horse. Yeah, but it's terrible at combat, so it doesn't get invited to any of their battles. It's used for roasting marshmallows at home. You're playing Reva. You just bring the other, the original so, uh, Reva, as the uh, dead rider, <laughs> <laughs> or the alt sculpt. Honestly. Yeah, you got like, the alt sculpt like for that. That's one. what I'm saying. You, she's got like yeah. the big, the big yep. flaming. You bring, scythe. you bring that as your dead rider, and then you bring Reva too as your as your master. Yeah. Okay. So if we're gonna repurpose people riding horses as riders, uh, 
Um, what would McCabe be? Which writer is McCabe? I mean, he's uh, all Yasunori, obviously. Which is why you never oh. see him in the same crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but uh if i was gonna try to make a uh dual keyword to a uh current model i would look at jonathan weird and say make whiskey golems elemental you coward no no we don't want that <laughs> no <laughs> we don't want to give sandeep more choice you not want mm-hmm. that because sandeep doesn't need more golems yeah but you can have your whiskey golem and your brown and your blue factions if i want that i want have you ever seen roman play sandeep <laughs> He done, might if he I've had the whiskey golem. Now it, it's it's more for me like Sandeep is just the the fact that he revolves around golems and doesn't even really have need to use his actual academic keyword. Hmm. It just it doesn't. I just figured you'd have more fun with the whiskey golem and gammon and his poison gammon and have like a an, a legitimate now that I could see poison build for that Sandeep. I could see. That said. If I really had my druthers and wanted to play with the Whiskey Golem in Arcanist, I would just oh. say, we're going to make Brewy Arcanist buy you. Disgusting. Stop it. <laughs> I no. like this because... How many Arcanist currently... Bayou Masters do you want? All of the ones that I want to play in the same <laughs> faction. Turns out Roman doesn't actually want to play Bayou. He just wants to steal all of our cool masters. Coward. <laughs> hey, Ma's stealing all of our stuff. Yeah, so. as is our right. Yeah. You have to trade. Wong is a wizard, so he should be an arcanist. Yeah. Brewy is that that was that's Brewy, he's controlled, so he should be an arcanist. Ma has a bunch of uh you know robot parts, so she should be arcanist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all know that Mei Feng should just drop thunders and become Bayou Arcanist. Yeah. Zoraida's a witch, she can be an arcanist Zoraida if she wants Bayou. Three yeah. faction three faction <laughs> masters, let's go. Actually, no, you you know what I want. You know what I want? I want a new Bayou Arcanist Master, which is the Gremlin cosplaying English Ivan. <laughs> well, I think the ultimate, if we want to talk about it, um, I've been thinking about a master that I would love to see introduced to the game, and that would be Frankenswine, who would be ah. Arcanist Bayou. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the key word for that would be uh, PhD. Arcanist Bayou, not, not Resurrectionist? No, no, because his backstory is he kept trying to operate on the pig, the pigs, and they're like, you're killing all the pigs, get out of here. And so he went to Malifo City and accidentally stumbled into one of Ramos' safe houses. And <laughs> then he started fooling around with things and figured out how to... Uh, operate oh, no. on things, quote-unquote. So, my idea for his totems would be that they would be medical marvels, and they'd be little piglings, or piglets, that, uh, they are, um, when they die, they have a demise ability that says, wait, that wasn't formaldehyde, and they explode and create a pyre oh, marker no. instead of a corpse marker. <laughs> See, no, I, 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 I like the idea of piglings. I like the idea of children crossed with pigs. That's properly Malifo horrifying. Oh, Jesus. Are they but, like. Do they look like little bitty baby swine cursed, or are they more like uh, pig baby Kentari? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And my yeah. thought was they would um, 
if they're There's near corpses, them, so. they could eat them and gain grow tokens and turn into swankers that have the pink <laughs> keyword. There you go. I like that. Yeah, because uh, my thought was for Frankenswine is that he would have an ability called Hold them still, you cowards. I want to operate. Oh, God. And then that would give them an upgrade that would let them have a grapple ability. And they could have a tiny nurse hat. Like how Archie has the pirate hat. Perfect. I love it. Print it. I love it. Yeah. The other thought I had for this fanciful keyword was with um, Frankenswine taking Arcanist technology... He would have um, come across some of the gunsmith's weaponry, except these are gutsmiths, <laughs> and they have a trigger that if they killed a model with their bullet, it spawned gups out of the corpse. What? I love this. This is weird. This Small is fantastic. I love it. Some high caliber caviar. <laughs> you got eggs in your bullets. High caliber caviar. Had... High caliber caviar is a great trigger name. I was going to go with keyword ability, but yes. Also, great alternate. I was going to say an alternate podcast title. Hello, everybody. Welcome yeah. to High Caliber Caviar. I'm your host, Doug. <laughs> oh, the people start trying to watch us for food. Oh, tips. okay. Yeah, it's the it's the alternate where we're. Uh... Seam Powered Scoundrels is a food podcast called High Caliber Caviar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. All of yep. your food news. All of your as, food uh, news. As hosted by Douglas Salmon? Mm. Or Tuna. Can we just do an mm. alternate format that's just Steam Powered Kitchen? He wouldn't know the difference. Tuna. <laughs> I like Steam Powered Kitchen. So, yeah. That's good. Weird. Make so, uh, uh, po- take her doctor, you cowards. <laughs> so... Are we still doing the uh, existing model get yeah, the second keyword do it, do thing? It, do it to us. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> my, my, my idea, uh, y'all going to hate it, which is why I love it. Uh, you take Widow Weaver and oh, or no. the Bandersnatch, and you give them Cadmus. Yeah, no, that's fair. You knew where that was going, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah, that'd yeah, be fine. That's fair. Al- alternately, alternately, let's not do that. Okay. And instead, give the Night Silk Creeper Nightmare. Ooh. 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 I don't hate that. Right? Just get all the web markers in one keyword. Gotta reread that card. Or our web markers. Or just turn the or turn the Night Silk Creeper into a, a Neverborn model with the Cadmus keyword. Or just don't mm. give it the Cadmus keyword. That'd be cool. Just give us Cadmus. No, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> give give Cadmus their spider. Did it did a Night Silk Creeper touch you? Cadmus touched him point badly, recently. probably. <laughs> Because he's a cow. Yeah. If you put if you put Cadmus in Neverborn, then they would make it less good because it'd be on purple cards. So that's fair, honestly. Yeah, so you yeah, you're right. You're right. I, eventually, I'm going to have to admit that they did a lot of good for Neverborn in uh, uh, Malifaux Burns, and I'm going to have to stop making that joke. But not today, not yet, not yet. They're they're not all out yet, or at least not. They couldn't take cryptologists, so nobody knows how right that is yet. Mm. It's not like it's in the app or anything. No, I mean, who who would who would play without having the models and physical cards? But I'll I'll tell you what. Once everybody knows how much better Neverborn off is with that, they're going to be long range stunned. Shut up! Shut up! No, leave the podcast. <laughs> I get it. No, I'm kidnapped here in this basement. I get it. <laughs> For like 
Something I can use her as, as a gag oh, here. Your 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 rope was made out of out of candy floss. Yeah, it's mm, it's dissolved. Curses. Also, a long time I'm not ago. sure how much longer the um, our rent on this basement's going to keep going for. I have to put in more quarters. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why the entire floor has magic fingers? Exactly. No. That's not why. For some reason, instead of just assuming that if we ran out of time in a rented basement, which obviously my brain accepted as a thing, instead of assuming that like someone will come in and be like, okay, you guys got, you guys got to leave, my brain just assumed that the basement would just like disappear yep. with us in it. And yeah, no, you, you went full full Magnus there. Oh, see, I, I, went, I went like it would eject us. Like, it would just like come out from the ground and just yeet us oh. into the sky. No, we just get sent <laughs> to the, 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 the basement the plane. Ba- yeah. You mean underground? No, no. It's entirely different. <laughs> no? <Is> that... <laughs> no, basement planes are in the sky, don't you know Fuck. that? <laughs> Alright, alright. All right. Let's 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 wrap this thing up and I've got an I've got an idea. Let's all let's do a quick mm-hmm. little uh let's do a quick little um um going into the uh going into the Steam Powered Scoundrels Discord. I'm gonna all throw right. up a bed wed behead. Alright, we have Talos, Hildegard, oh. and Karayan Koku. Bed, wed, bed, boys. Let's start with Ben. Hmm. Alright, I think I'll bed the Talos, because Talos that just sounds bed. like it'd be fun and Hot. new for everybody. I'll, I'll blog about it later. <laughs> Very warm and cozy. Um, wed Karai, because I feel like Karai would kill everyone for you if she needed to. And um, who uh, was the head? Who, who got left on the chopping the, block? Yeah, Hildegard the new, got left the on new the versatile the, with the with the with the spider jaw and awful terrifyingness. It's Melina. She's, she's not a spider yeah, that's jaw. Just scary. She's got no, like a. <laughs> she's just got like. It's a Melina face, like a detached, like unhinged jaw, but not spider. For some reason, I assume it's like two parts, and it's just like ah. You'll have to ask her. Oh, that's unclear. We'll have to see behind that's the scenes once the the mini actually comes out. Uh, you won't have to because in the book she's uh, clarified as she is a mimic. I thought she was a whoa. No, you're right. Whoa, you're right. she's a mimic. Yeah, Klaus right. is the mimic. No, isn't that Klaus? Well, and Klaus is like, that doesn't really hybrid. tell us the shape of her jawline. Point being, she's <laughs> one of the she's one of it's the neverborn types she that wants. Can, at least somewhat change. Just the face. shape of does the shape mm. of her face suggest that it's like two separate jaws that have just gone like ah. And most of them can. We keep making that noise until I get my point. That across. is a distinct possibility. Ah. Yeah, I was gonna ask if you wanted to do that again. Or okay, I'll go next. Uh, I'm gonna say Bed Kirai because she has the on-the-job training for that. I didn't want to say it, but I also wanted to say that. So oh no, Wed. Thank you for saying it first. Right. I mean, uh, it's it. Hey, it's real work. It takes it takes training and practice. I'm gonna wed Hildegard because I want to be friends with Klaus, and Hildegard is probably cool because she's friends with Klaus. Uh, and then behead Talos because uh, I don't need that in my life. Big boy. I'm gonna. He's too big. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the exact things you said, but for <laughs> different reasons. Right, I'm beheading Talos. There's only so many combinations. I'm beheading Talos because, like, then I get a sick ass suit of armor. Oh, yep. That I get to walk oh. around in. Just oh. Walk around in my big stompy Talos boots. Or a, a mech. Clomp, clomp, clomping all over the place. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bed Karai, 
but like I don't want to wed her because I don't want her being all like like she's already lost yeah. one love. She doesn't want I, I don't I don't want her being like super You're never possessive. gonna live up to her ex. Yep. And then hypocritically I'm going to say I want to uh marry Hildegard because she seems very devoted. That's true. If she's into you, she is into ya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm I'm gonna do something similar but not quite. I am also going to wed Hildegard because, yeah, with that infatuation ability, she's going to keep you or herself healed up and drawing cards. I'm going to behead Karai because, A, I don't trust her not to do the same to me for some reason. Uh, And B, this is actually a way for her to go and be with her, her ex, because Jackdaw prevented that. Rip. (laughs) Oh, no. Right? How kind of and you. And then I'm going to behead Talos because, again, doesn't say kill him, says behead him. And as far as we know, he doesn't need that helmet to keep that back on. I thought you just beheaded Karai. Are you just oh. beheading two people? Yeah, yeah no, I'm just yeah. beheading everybody right and left. It's fine. He's, he's, <laughs> no, he's on a beheading party. rampage. Yeah, there we go. Killing spree. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in that case, we'll, uh, we'll bed Talos. And by that, I mean we will make him into a Transformer to become a bed. Mm. You could probably fit a mattress mm. on his back mm. and be like heated because of the furnace. Well, I figure the the furnace itself is some kind of extra dimensional space. You can just make that your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. We have a, a we have a Malifaux howls moving castle here. We're assuming that guy in there is a prisoner, but he's just like looking out of his kitchen window. What's going on yeah. out there, guys? You just got to change the bars out for like French doors. You're you fine. do. You, you do still gain burning when for every round you're in there, though. Well, yeah, that's because Hildegard and I are in there. They make an ointment for that. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> Jesus! I was gonna say All the right. thermostat's uh, broken. But... Let's see. I'm going to behead Karai uh, for similar reasons to Roman. Like you know, she's not over her ex. Like she's, I got to put it out of her misery, man. Like she's, she's a war criminal at this point. Like it's too late. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, dear. Uh, I'm gonna bed Hildegard because uh, what that mouth do? Um, yeah. and then. <laughs> I almost And then that I'm going to wed Talos because, okay. you know, he's going to keep me warm at night. Okay. Oh. He's got that nice hearth fire going on. Hmm. That's sweet. When, again, if we go with the Howl's Moving Castle situation, I assume he sounds like Billy Crystal. And if I develop any enemies, I'm just going to throw them into the furnace, and it's fine. Like Karai's Angry Ghost yeah. that comes after me, which will be like her third title. <laughs> Karai, actual, actual spirit of vengeance. Go in the, go in the furnace. Please go away. <laughs> I'm hearing we need a house moving castle based alternate art box. Yeah, we need another Zoraida alt for that. <laughs> <laughs> or we just finally need a Leviathan mm. model. Or three. They chickened out with the, the Malasaurus Rex fights. Yeah, no, there, there we go. There we go. Every faction in Malifaux also gains an other side faction. And these are the beginnings of their tight spicy. Mm. Yeah, you, you get Baba Yaga house, you get the Leviathan, you get someone else doing an actual house moving castle made of crap, which will be the outcasts. You get fifteen gremlins yes. in a very long trench coat. God, that, just seeing a figure. I'm imagining like a massively tall figure in a very long coat, just like leaning over, and like, it's super creepy until someone like gets a close <laughs> look and like. That's just a bunch like of fucking 10, gremlins. It's ten gremlins just stacked up. Just yeah, like, it's got. Oh. Uh huh. And they have they have arms. They have yeah. armholes oh, for all of them. So it's an alt lady, you may. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Gremlin Centipede? Yes. Yeah. Gremlin Centipede. I thought, oh, no, yeah, that's part of the... I'm uh, sorry. I actually feel better this that needed one. To go. It's the cosplay of Lady Yummy. <laughs> I, I I thought that was the lightning round, but if anyone else has any more Are ideas... Are we doing lightning round? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yes. I have one, very quickly. Uh, Vallejo or Citadel or Scale uh, have decided to make oh, a Malifaux slash steam-powered scoundrels themed paint Butter set. yellow. What butter colors yellow. are in it? Yeah, that's the that's, that's the free burst. that's I'm the bingo free space. Everyone gets butter yellow. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's a bottle called You Coward, <laughs> and it's opaque. It, yeah. It's just a red. Oh color. no! <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it, I love it, it. drives <laughs> random, or you just get Ooh. a random color. It, 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 it's just random pigments. They don't even know what it is. All right. All right, I'm gonna add oh, a, no. a a horror ship color, and it, oh, it is the color of of vomit. Yeah, that's fair. It's like a technical. I dig it. Yeah, a little chunky. Mm. I want to mm-hmm. say, like, I feel like I got to be a part of what inspired that, and I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> I'm so glad it's affected you so deeply. Uh, I think yeah. the the color that would be added is called scoundrel Ooh. salt. And it doesn't really matter what color it is, but it's made by oh god, what's his name? All the the spiffy colors, the Stuart Semple. Stuart Semple, and it is uh, scientifically oh, developed in order to whenever you see this, if you weren't the one who painted it, or rather, if it's not on the model that you painted, it just makes you uncharacteristically and un- irrationally angry. You got yeah. yeah. You have to go after yep. the model, like yeah. spending way it's just too many. Whatever resources. color it is, it is really vibrant, though. It's absurdly vibrant yeah. for whatever color it is. Oh yeah, saltiest salt. It's it's, uh, it's, it's saltiest like if you, if you lick your brush after using it, you are immediately dehydrated. Right, yep. uh, my color, my color that yeah. I would add to the um, the I'm going to go with Citadel Steam Powered Scoundrels range. Actually, no. Uh, Doug is, uh, Doug's in, what's Doug into? Um, scale. Scale. Scale does our, our color set. Uh, scale. it's going to be, uh, two gremlins in a trench coat, and it is going to be a nice leather brown, <laughs> uh, representing a nice leather trench coat color. Um, Not to be confused with the two gremlins in a ghillie suit color, which is a nice kind of earthy green that has good, like, leaf tones. It's that, they're both that color exactly. that's actually, like, both brown and green like when you're when you're looking at it, it's like the, it's the brown. Two, the the two gremlins green. in a trench coat is a brownish, uh, is a greenish brown, and the two gremlins in ghillie suit is a brownish green. I feel like the mixing medium would be zero gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm imagining a nice, like shimmery blue, titled uh, Tony's prom dress. <laughs> Yes. 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 Oh. Uh, but it's it's actually a really cool technical um, because you paint it on and it will, as it dries, randomly release like little spots that just look like dripping blood from the fight she's getting into at prom. Fabulous. Nice. I love it. And tears. Most. Yeah. Tears well, the, the from tears a broken heart. Heart of the fact that no one can find that paint because it was never actually released because she never got to wear the dress. Aww. Oh, I mean, she wore it. She just oh. didn't get to, you know, oh. show it off. 
I don't, she I don't get to make any more of the Doug the left Tony at prom jokes because I already titled him uh, nah, Doug we'll still, so we'll still do fair. it. I'm not allowed to. Y'all can, and I will laugh at them. Not but listen, that hasn't been re- <laughs> You know that model hasn't been released yet. You can just set us all up for it. Anyway, to show our gratitude for Doug, we're going to keep making fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how he knows that we like him. Same as that's how we know he likes us. Truth. Hmm. Hmm. What else we got for uh, hmm. lightning round? Don't say cattle prod. Uh, you know what? I was inspired by a previous one. Uh, every every faction gets uh, invited to take part in a giant robot fight. Mm. What is each faction's giant robot? Like, what mm. does it look like? Neverborn have a, a giant Waldgeist Ooh. tree. Just a tree monster. Yep. I, I feel Mysterious. like McMorning I feel like McMorning has it covered for the Resurrectionists. Oh, yeah. Uh, robot. Uh, what's the, what do you do? Simulacrum sixty nine at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, give us like sim- Simulacrum sixty nine, you cowards. Make it another <laughs> side Titan. Uh, the Bayou, whatever the Arcanists get, the Bayou has stolen it and just strapped on a bunch more Man, barrels. Yep. How dare oh, you! God, mm. Did the Bayou steal the uh, <laughs> Leviathan? Yes. And they've turned it into a All nightclub. Right. So, Levy, I'm going to go with Outcast. Levy's showing up as a representative for the Outcast in this case. And what he did was he strapped Gross. his new flesh horse and the four horsemen into a, a horseman Voltron. <laughs> I would have thought I would have thought that if anybody in uh, sort of a Katamarian situation Outcast was going to get to make the giant robot, it'd be Von Schill. You would think However, Levy can just Voltron the horsemen together into a horrible, abomin- a worse abomination than anything he's ever created. And now he's got a horse with his horse arms that kick people and horse legs. The legs, the legs are all in like all directions, so you just roll around. Yeah, it, it's it's just a mess of five horses trying to fuse into a vaguely human Wait, shape. I, I have the the six because he's, he's got Reva's horse. Oh. Uh, and McCabe's horse yeah, oh, and the Yasunori joins in. <laughs> in there. It's basically the it's basically yeah, the origin golem with the horseman keyword. Yeah. Uh you're you're forgetting it, it, that its uh its weapon for whatever it needs to move quickly is a Kentori jet skates. <laughs> it's the reverse Kentori, so it actually has man legs on the bottom with human heads. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, the wrong Von half of the centaur. The Green Ranger in this instance, and he'll show up and like add something. Absolutely, the he would. Oh, yes. Bon- sure, he shows up Good in job. armored. Von Schill is the weapon. They have Von <laughs> so too, like grasping one of their horse hooves, and they just beat people with him. <laughs> Don't tell me how that works. Ask my little pony. Like they just have him grasping a horse hoof, and they beat people to death with Von Schill Ironheart. <laughs> I love it. Your answer does make me want to change in everyone's answer. Uh, not, provided on. anyone here has seen Critters 2 with the giant the giant critter ball that rolls around and if it rolls over you it just leaves the skeleton. So it's like animal based katamari. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the little tiny critters. They just oh, form no. one giant critter ball. Okay. It's just fur and mouths. 
right, what's um, Mei Fang going to make for uh, the 10th Thunder? Yeah, I was about to say, Mei Fang's got to be... I think... I mean, the, the, the first answer you would assume is, like, giant robot dragon, but I think Mei Fang makes a giant robot mm. tiger. Mm, I can see that. I feel like that's Wait. a lot more her style. I can Somehow also see she her... utilizes all of the gremlins that work for the foundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's a tiger pig. Tiger pig! Yeah. <laughs> I could I could also see her, uh, since her, her the whole foundry like makes the rail lines, she makes a golem out of rail cars, and its big trick is it is immune to suplexes, but that's all it does to everybody else. She got tired of her trains getting suplexed. She is now the suplexer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. We do we get all the factions? Who are we missing? Um, we haven't um, done explorers. Arcanist. Explorers is Anya and Maxine yep. working mm. together. Ooh. Oh dear. Yeah. But what do they make? So all right, all right, all right. Now, um, now our boy Winston Finnegan comes in with the uh, with the blimps. We got we got something with blimps and tentacles. Yeah, no, it's a blimp on top of a train, and it also has tentacles. So it's like a weird, Ooh, it's a like train. a weird jellyfish. It's got like all these weird tentacles that Ma- new Maxine is summoning. It has mm-hmm. portals, like Burning Man portals on the bottom that all have tentacles, and it's a train connected to a blimp, and it's just like this horrifying monstrosity. <laughs> so I'm imagining so everyone wanted to like. Everyone really wanted to have like a big part in the presentation. So like the way this thing comes out is you have like a boat like coming up and then it stops and lifts down a ramp and out of the ramp rolls like a train track and down the train track comes this train which opens up on top and that's where the blimp comes out <laughs> and that comes up into the air. And Cooper's <laughs> there just throwing poor people off the top of the thing the whole time. <laughs> No, 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 Cooper, Cooper is in fact putting poor people oh, in the no. cannons that it has, and she's using them as a real gun. What you got to add to this, Ben? Oh, what? Oh, uh, it. You guys blew. What I was going to say out of the water. I was going to say the train doesn't yeah. even touch the ground, and it's just body surfing. Absolutely. On the nah, you're right. <laughs> well, what's going on? Well, you see that the poor people that's, are all that's what I was mites, yeah. so like that's that's how you. That's how you keep him in line. Oh dear! When the train top opens up and the balloon inflates, it's like a, it's like a giant fucking um, airbag. Mm-hmm. And instead of throwing oh. out like the weird powder stuff, it just throws oh. out a fuck ton of mites no. everywhere. Yep. No, 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 no. Because no, you get no. spider confetti. Yeah, you you get that. That's your that's your uh, uh, oh, no. smoke machine essentially. And meanwhile, Gibson Dewalt. And the Department of Ungentlemanly Affairs have provided the light show, which of course makes I was shadows say, pop the opposite up of a light show. No, no, no! You have to have light shows for the shadows to be deeper. That sounds fucking deep. All right. Yeah. I think we've done. I think we've done Did enough damage one? to the canon of Malifaux as a whole. Yeah, the, I mean, I mean, the guild one is the uh, whatever Kitchener was riding around in, and they already. You know, oh, you know, broke that's that. already that's done. That's over with. Yep. All right. The guild one <laughs> is the governor's yep. mansion. It doesn't move. It just it its powers are all bureaucratic. That's where all these are converging. And Lucius just on the top, like, <laughs> yes, fight my children. Hoffman gets to be the pilot for both uh, guild and Arcanist, but he doesn't want either side to know. So he's like, 
mm-hmm. taking on a secret identity. He yeah, he does the like the Fred Flintstone thing with like changing his hat when he's going between the the two parties. No, you, Is that too exactly old of a reference? Okay, that's good. I mean, I would have gone with Mrs. Doubtfire, but you know what? That... Honestly, it, yeah. every sitcom ever has done that. So, Malthus, the new Pick sitcom. Your poison. If it's Mrs. Doubtfire, who's doing the drive-by fruiting? Gremlins. <laughs> Brewmaster. Uh. <sighs> and it's all like fruit that has been out for too long, so it's like making the pigs drunk. So, I, I feel like I've run out of quarters, so it's probably about time to get out of here before we go to the. Uh, Basement dimension. Yep. 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 So, so how, does, how does that this work guy. for the, the kidnappees no. here? Do we just hang out and we show up in my basement and then we're free to go? Or did did did, did we podcast good enough for you? Uh, I think I think we can let you survive for another podcast. Ah, oh, that's that's appreciated. Oh, oh, oh no, master! I oh, I forgot okay. to hit record. Fuck! They, they hit the rewind <laughs> button. We'll just we'll go backwards. We'll rewind it and then press record at the beginning of the time. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, to get the full effect, listen to this episode in reverse, and then you'll finish it out when we finish it here. Yeah. Exactly. And then forward. Thirty-three approves. They have a they have a setting for that, right? Yeah. You just hold your phone upside down. <laughs> uh, kidnapping aside, uh, Ben and DZ, thank you uh, for the the very nice gift you have given the scoundrels of Doug and Victoria. In this case, really all of us, but the rest of us were like, no, 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 we want to show appreciation too, because really, without the two of them, this show wouldn't exist. And we're very glad that we have uh, touched your ears uh, enough to. Inspire you to to gift us this episode. <laughs> keep, yeah, keep going. I like Ooh, it. Yeah, thank you, thank you for touching my ears. I don't like this. In heart scoundrels touching people's ears and their hearts. <laughs> well, that, that's the best way to get to the heart is through the ear. Wait, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's way. What through, science yes. teachers oh. everywhere don't no. want you to know. <laughs> also, as a, a as a point of order, I did nothing to organize this. I just showed up. That's enough. Wait, okay, I, yeah. I didn't organize this either. <laughs> oh God. Who, did we just summon a steam-powered scoundrels episode from the ether? Did, did the basement organize Ferris himself possessed one of you. <laughs> I like that. The spirit of Ferris. I dig it. I dig that so much. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, it was fun. great. We'll have to kidnap Absolutely. you guys again. Yeah. This was, this was fun. And uh, as Doug always says, fun. King. Always king. God damn it, Doug. Like that. Roman, Something. whoever you are. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get <it> right. <laughs> Lucius. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Fine. Fun is always king. Good night. This, this, when, this episode is <laughs> when you order a steam power. Yo, yes. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> we have an episode title right there at the end. We've got we've got steam powered scoundrels at home. That's just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. You have scoundrels at home. We're, we're good. All right. <laughs> good night, everyone. Yeah. Thank Keep you. Good night, all. Bye, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Happy Year. Year.
Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.